This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal Transfer Show. Joining you every morning at 8am UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you as always for making this a part of your morning routines. It is very much appreciated. I hope that you've had a very good week. Uh, You've nearly made it to the end. Uh, This is my last week. Uh, Certainly this week anyway. It's certainly my last day um of the week that i've got because uh i'm off tomorrow and then off saturday and then off sunday happy days indeed uh, i got some days off and to be honest i'm going to be very clear with you i need them i really really do need these days off um it's been it's been one of those weeks uh it's been tough um and uh, to be, i'll be honest with you I've, I've, I've struggled this week motivation has been very low mood's been on the floor but uh we are and you guys in particular do certainly help in raising those spirits so thank you for that um thank you ever so much uh for tuning in it's very much appreciated let's jump into the chat box and uh see what you guys are saying uh good morning uh to those joining us johnny good morning to you to Cole, to matt g amira olawale uh, Guna Mick, Olu, Jalali, Guna Jake, Sweating Merlo, Kevin, Robert, Louis, Viraj, Tom, Martin, Martin, uh, Alpha, Stephen, uh, Paul, uh, Nameka, Marcus, Stevie, Clock Orange, and plenty more of you guys joining us in the chat box as well. It's uh, very much appreciated. Do drop a like on the video. Do subscribe to the channel if you're new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show. Uh, And do please go back and watch yesterday. um, I chatted with Charles Watts about his brand new book, The Rise of Arteta's Arsenal Revolution. Um, I certainly recommend checking it out. Not only checking it out, but get information about a live event. I know that you guys... Love your live events. And uh, yeah, there's one going down on the 31st of August. I'm hoping to to get down there if possible. It's tricky because it's the day of the Champions League draw and I'm working. Um, but I'm going to do my absolute hardest to try and uh, 
attend if possible. So uh, join us um, in uh, in what will hopefully be you know a really really good event uh, down at the Tollington. Uh, but all the information about Charles's event and book signing is uh, is is going to be there. So uh, do go back and watch that show if you haven't done so already. Uh, Crystal Palace, according to Sammy Mottbell, are interested in signing Takahiro Tomiyasu, uh, the Japanese international, of course, suspended for Arsenal's next game after being sent off against Crystal Palace uh, on Monday night in rather ridiculous fashion. However, there is said that he is focused on his time at Arsenal right now. He's focused on competing for a place in the squads. And uh, I certainly hope that Tommy Asu does stay because I think that he is an asset to this team. I think that he is an asset to this club. And uh, I have, you know, it would have to be a very good offer, I think, from Palace to secure the services of Tommy Asu after we signed him for around 18 to 20 million pounds. Um, I don't expect him to leave, but, you know, stranger things have happened during the window. Um, let's wait and see if indeed that does turn out to be the case. Uh, Newbid uh, is expected from uh, Monaco for following Balogun, uh, is my understanding of the situation. Uh, the French Liga side have been leading the race for Balogun and negotiations with Arsenal have been going on for quite some time in a positive fashion as both clubs try to come to an agreement over a potential Price tag. Um, Arsenal are hoping for upwards of forty million pounds. As we've, uh, as I've been saying for some time, Arsenal have wanted a record sale uh, on their books. A follower in Balogun. It looks really, really good because uh, obviously it came through the Hayland Academy, so there's no transfer fee to offset with any potential sale. And uh, with him being as probably fourth, fifth choice down the pecking order in the centre forward position. Arsenal can get as much money as feasibly possible for Balogun. It'd be great. Also, the interest in the likes of Chelsea and other Premier League sides, it is said that if a Premier League team wanted to come in for Balogun, the price tag would be slightly higher, as we kind of predicted on the channel, and that Monaco lead this race knowing that they can get a slightly cheaper deal uh, to get Balogun through the doors. There would be a sell-on clause, you'd imagine, inserted into this deal, but for those expecting a buyback clause, simply not feasible. Um, so yeah, no buyback clause is expected despite initial indications that Arsenal might have wanted to have one involved. But the figures, the prices are just not really making that possible. Uh, Monaco, though, are emerging within these talks as a potential destination for Sambi Lukonga. Uh, Lukonga, of course, was linked previously with Burnley and then Brighton. But those clubs uh, have signed yeah, other players. Uh, Brighton are very close to signing Carlo Beleba uh, from Lille. And Monaco could emerge, it seems, uh, to my understanding, as a potential destination for the Belgian international. Uh, he needs a loan. He needs minutes. He's got three years left on his contract. We can afford to send him out on loan for another season. Hopefully him play regularly, come back and have a significant increase in his price tag and be appreciated as one of the better players uh, in the league if he was to move there. I think Liga has done well for us in the past with these types of loans. So if it is to be Monaco that he moves to, I think that it would be a very good um, you know, move for Arsenal to loan him out to a place like Monaco. Arsenal would hope as well, potentially for a permanent deal if they could get a good fee, but getting that good fee would be quite tricky. Uh, so let's wait and see what happens. But uh, uh, to my understanding, Monaco are emerging as a potential destination for La Conga. Uh, there are two Saudi Arabian clubs interested in signing Nicolas Pepe, according to RMC Sports. The 
Ivorian international has been on the books for Arsenal, as we know, since 2019. And we have been hoping for some kind of resolution to the player's future. Uh, as you remember, uh, we talked about the fact that he was previously in talks with Besiktas. That's kind of fallen away and that's certainly not um, going to be happening at this state, uh, stage of play. We know that he's returned to London Colney because he posted on his Instagram story that he was there. Um, as expected, that wasn't any kind of hint at his future. He was due back and uh, had to be around uh, the club at some stage. You have to come back. So he was uh, at London Colney and has been taking part in some light sessions, uh, but I'm not sure if it's been with the main group or not. I'd be surprised if it was. Um, but two Saudi clubs hopefully will secure the signing, one of them at least, uh, of Nicolas Pepe. And Arsenal will be hoping for a small transfer fee for this as well. Arsenal do not want to terminate the contract, even though we've been talking about this for some time. And I kind of predicted for some time that it might be a termination. But Arsenal have been steadfast in this approach and they do not want to terminate his deal. They want to get a transfer fee for Nicola Pepe and fair play to them for that. And hopefully it happens. We're going to end the news section with a little bit of a bad news for Arsenal, uh, it seems, with David Ornstein reporting that West Ham are on the verge of signing Mohamed Kudus uh, from Ajax for a £44.5 million euro deal as uh, 41.5 million euros guaranteed fee with 3 million euros in add-ons Arsenal simply have not moved uh, at this stage to our understanding on this Arsenal's priority and focus has been on making sure they get the players out and they need to get players out we need to move players on before we can kind of make these moves for players and I know that people are going to be very frustrated by this I've seen Chelsea fans very frustrated as well um, that they're not it seems moving for good. But it is interesting, isn't it, that West Ham are the team that are getting him. And there are some question marks around that. And I think, you know, why would he agree to West Ham and not Brighton? Is there some kind of release clause being inserted into this contract? We'll have to wait and see. Because it is intriguing that you would choose to move to West Ham over Brighton. Is it a London thing? I'm not sure. Um, but after I saw a, a tweet, I think it was from West Ham Central, who's been one of the most antagonistic Twitter accounts uh, around, that uh, that Bourges player that West Ham are going to sign from Man City, Ajax hijacked it, and now West Ham have gone and signed two of Ajax's key players, Nedson Alvarez and uh, Mohamed Kudus, potentially, as well. So uh, the potential of playing time, maybe, at, uh, at West Ham is what has drawn him in. Europa League football as well for this season uh, will be played uh, with West Ham after they won the UEFA for Conference League. Um, but I know a lot of people um, are frustrated that Arsenal and uh, a lot of fans of Chelsea, potentially, as well, um, are frustrated. I would have really liked to have seen him at Arsenal, um, but I do understand that the focus right now is trying to get um, the, the players out. And it's if they're unsuccessful in doing that, it does create a very difficult dynamic to add another player to a squad that's already bloated. Um, hopefully in the next week or so, we see plenty of movement with Arsenal's players moving out of the club. Um, that's got to be priority. And you know, the suggestions that Arsenal will hope to get as much as £100 million through the doors with with potential sales uh, between now and the end of the window, adding, of course, to the £40-plus million we've already made through the sales of Xhaka, Trusty, Turner um, and Pablo Marie as well. So, yeah, fingers crossed we can get the business done and that deal over the line. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! No, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Right, let's go to part two and your questions right after this. Then uh, let's jump into the chats and uh, and get some of your questions as well. Um, Abbe says, Tom, I don't want to sound negative. Then don't. <laughs> uh, but I don't think that we will sign anyone in the window from as previous years. We could see we rarely do anything in the last week, even if we have an injury, Holdinho back in. Um, I'm not sure that's necessarily entirely true, that we don't do anything late on in the windows. I'm pretty sure that we do plenty late on in windows, um, actually. So that's... I don't necessarily agree with that. We didn't last season. You know, that's fair enough. Um, but the season before that, you know, Martin Odegaard came in late. Ramsdale came in late. Tommy Asu came in on deadline day. The year before that, Thomas Partey joined us on deadline day as well. Uh, the year before that, Kieran Tierney, David Luiz came in on deadline day. Uh, the year before that, I don't know if we did anything in, in 2018 uh, that was on deadline day. I'm not, I don't think so. Um, the year before that, see if anything was happening late on in that season. Don't think in 2017. But if you look from 2019, that's one, two, three out of the last four summer transfer windows that we have done things on deadline day in summer windows. So I wouldn't say that we don't tend to do that because actually I think there's a strong record of us actually doing business uh, on deadline day and, and late on in the window. So don't rule things out. I just think that it's more so to do with the fact that we need to move players on. And I have always said throughout this entire window that a lot of the players that we need to move out were most likely to move on in the last stages of the window. And that certainly turns out to look like it's going to be true. Um, Vera says, given that I am now in my third fantastic season with TGT, is it okay if I add that I speak fluent Cantonese on my resume? I appreciate the hard work. I can tell you that there is no link between my surname and the area um, at all in the language whatsoever. So I'm afraid that you can't do that. Uh, Stephen says, I know that you think this new system needs to be tried and to try and beat City. However, is copying City the best way to achieve this? I think there are certainly similarities between what we're doing and what City have done. And that comes from the fact that Arteta worked at the club for quite a significant amount of time. So he learned a lot of his coaching abilities. So naturally, you're going to see some similarities between what Arteta is doing and what Pep Guardiola is doing. 
But I don't remember Pep Guardiola using uh, a defensive midfielder really in a fullback role to try and maximise that. He's used John Stones, of course. He used Raul Cancelo in that inverted role. But Arteta using Partey there is a lot more, you know, Arteta's idea than it is Pep's. Um, tell me if I'm wrong, but I don't remember right back in particular uh, him doing that. I know Bernardo Silva played the odd game at left back, but I, I feel like that's not really copying um, Guardiola in any way because not a defensive midfielder like Partey. Bernardo Silva is more of a creative attacker and, and so moving into that left back role, but certainly not a defensive midfielder um, like Partey. I don't remember being moved into that. Uh, fullback position. Uh, Tom says, if Zinchenko, fair play, Tom, for staying up this late, by the way. If Zinchenko is back for Fulham, does Partey go to the bench? I don't see Arteta benching Havertz for Eddie. It's going to be intriguing, isn't it, Tom, to see how we change things? Um, maybe we, I mean, we say that. I mean, doesn't Zinchenko just maybe come in for Tommy Asu? Partey stays at right back. Gabriel stays on the bench. Um, maybe that's what happens. We're going to have to wait and see. I love the fact that, you know, we're using these different styles of lineups. I think Declan Rice was the standout performer at Palace. Um, but Partey is so important to the team that surely he has to start, you know, as well. So it's difficult, Tom. I'm actually torn. I'm actually having to write my piece later on the dream lineup I'd like to see um a little bit later so let's let's wait and see um but uh yeah it's going to be very interesting indeed uh what ends up happening uh cody says city are apparently interested in Eze, uh which i think would be a good signing is he someone that you would like to see at arsenal yeah i think that would be a really good move you know they they couldn't get paqueta um they're looking at mateus nunez uh at the moment according to david ornstein so let's see if they go for Eze. you know i think it would take a huge figure to obviously get Eze out of Crystal Palace, but uh, that would be an annoyingly good bit of business, wouldn't it, by City if they were to get it done? I'd love to see Eze at Arsenal, but uh, I'm not sure where he'd even fit in. You know, I don't know where he would fit in whatsoever. Uh, so, yeah, let's let's wait and see if indeed uh, that deal ends up going through. Uh, interesting seeing that uh, Gabri Vega will be moving to Al Ali. Uh, I know that you've probably seen the news uh, reported by David uh, by Fabrizio Romano yesterday after, ironically, him saying that he was going to be going to Napoli, um, confirming now that he's going to be moving to Al Ali in Saudi Arabia. For those that had any doubts about whether or not the Saudi League is going to be like the Chinese or the Indian or the uh, Russian side of things, where they kind of rose and flitted away and have not really come back, I think Saudi and their moves are certainly here to stay, it seems. So get used to that being around. Um, let's go to... Um, uh, Marcus says, did Charles comment offline about the away kit? Yes, he did uh, before we went live uh, yesterday. Uh, by the way, I just chucked that on for the show. I've not been wearing this like overnight. and I didn't sleep in it. Uh, I chucked it on for the show yesterday and now I'm wearing it fully all day today. It's going to be worn. Um, but he did, yeah. Uh, he's uh, hoping to pick one up, I think. Uh, I don't know what name he's going to get on the back though, but uh, it is very nice, This the new third kit. Um I love the, uh, if you've got it, you'll know, but this is the authentic one, which I always recommend people get the authentic one. I know it costs quite significantly more. I think it's like 20, 30 pound more than the the uh, replica, but you can tell by the material how different that it is. And there's this really kind of cool hatched effect across it, which is quite nice. Um, so yeah, it's, and I had to get the Champions League patch, obviously, uh, on the shirt. It's the way forwards. Um, let's go to... Uh, Tom says, hit the like button, people. Quite a few here, but there's not enough likes in the videos. There's over a thousand of you watching. Let's make sure if we're not hitting that like button that we have done that. 
it would be very much appreciated. Uh, Sessan says, Tom, will Brentford's Brian and Buemo be a good addition to our squads and a great competition for Saka? Brian and Buemo is a very underrated player, actually, and he's doing a really good job in the stead of Ivan Tony being out at Brentford. Still relatively young. I think he's, what, 24? Um, so... I don't think it would be a bad addition at all, actually. But I think that Brentford would ask at this stage of the window, at least for a, a very sizable figure. But he's a he's an impressive player. I do like uh, Brian Mbwemo uh, and think that he's certainly been a very good Premier League player in the last couple of seasons. Um, Taho Rerao says, Tom, do you think that Kudus has already agreed to join West Ham? Surely. Well, they're on the verge. Uh, it seems that personal terms are effectively done uh, at this stage. So we're just kind of waiting for the official confirmation um, that indeed we will see uh, that deal completed. But will it stall? Will it stall? Will anyone jump in at the last minute? We'll have to wait and see. Um, Gunnar Jake says, Tom, where will you be releasing your book on Wenger? I tell you what, seeing Charles do his book, it's like Charles has been in the business for you know a long, long time, very well established. And one of the certainly was one of the people that I looked up to um, when deciding to move my career into this avenue. And um, a book is something that, you know, in year, I'm talking years and years down the line, if I'm still in this and still doing this sort of thing, um, that I would be very interested in doing. Maybe I'll do it uh, at the end of Arteta's Arsenal tenure. Um, It'll be interesting to see, but uh, I'd be very interested in one day having, you know, I I know Harry's done a book. Um, Harry did a book years ago. It's the first time I ever think I really spoke to Harry. Harry did his Chronicles of Aguna book. Um, and uh, that's where obviously the channel name uh, is where that's linked to. So, yeah, it's, a book's always been something that I'd, I'd love to do, um, but uh, it certainly won't be for quite some years. Uh, I need to get more experience, need to learn the ways of the, uh, like Charles has, like plenty of people I look up to um, in that field. So, yeah, uh, a long, long way, a long, long way forward. Um, a TC autobiography. Imagine that. <laughs> How boring would that be? Tom goes to Arsenal games. <laughs> uh, Rich says, Tom, any news on Tierney? No, it's very quiet, Rich, to be honest. Very quiet indeed. Still not in the squad. Uh, I enjoyed Sophie's show last night on the hybrid squad, chatting to James Green of Sky. If you've not listened to that, make sure you go back and do that. James is a great lad um, and a semi-decent goalkeeper as well. Uh, from, from I had a great shot saved off the line past him at the Emirates, um, but uh, which you probably saw on our... Um, uh, when I did that vlog of my day playing at the Emirates. But um, yeah, make sure you go check it out. It was a really good show. But as as he pointed out, he asked the question to Arteta and Arteta was very kind of dismissive of it, if you like. He was very, it was a bit meow <laughs> to James's question. Uh, so yeah, do go give that a watch. It's certainly worth it. Uh, Phil says, wear the away kit for a month or wear nothing to do one show. Wear the away kit. No one needs to see that. Phil and I don't know why you're really keen to see that to be honest I tell you what I was I was doing the show with Umar and the match reaction show after the game against Palace and I had the Arsenal direct page open and I had a away shirt with rice on the back sitting in my basket and then I pulled out of it so <laughs> I, like, I can't do it I just I can't commit that amount of money to I would rather and I think what I am going to do instead of investing in an away shirt for this season because I just, I can't, I can't bring myself to do it. The only reason that I would do it is purely out of completing the set. And I'd rather add like the European uh, training kit when eventually they release that, if it is nice. Cause I don't know, I haven't seen it yet, but you know, we've seen, we've got, I've got the black training kit with the yellow and the blue on it, which I like. Um, but they usually release like a European training kit um, when we get underway in Europe. So I'm going to, inter- I'm going to see 
uh, what happens with that. Because last year's training kit for Europe was really nice. It was like a deep navy blue with like these swirls on it. It was really quite nice. And I wear that on the show a few times. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm going to wait and see what the that is. But I think I'm going to go and get the Real Oviedo blue shirt with Santi Cazorla uh, on the back. I think that's got to be. Because I never got a Santi Cazorla shirt when he was at Arsenal. And he is my favourite modern era Arsenal player. So before he hangs up his boots, I think I need to get myself a Santi Cazorla shirt. And I love the Real Oviedo shirt. I think it's really nice. So I think that might be one to get. Um, Taho says, uh, Tom, uh, here we love your channel in Uganda. Uh, thanks, mate. My aunt's from Uganda. So uh, I always have a lot of uh, appreciation for uh, for uh, the links through my family out there. Uh, do you think that we shall get a replacement for Saka? I assume you mean competition. Replacement uh, <laughs> indicates that we might be losing Saka. Uh, competition for Saka. It very much depends on how quickly Arsenal are in moving players out between now and the end of the window. If we can move out Balogun, if we can move out Pepe, if we can move out Laconga and Tavares, you know, you might see Arsenal move late in the window for somebody. Um but uh, it's going to be very difficult. It's difficult to see it happening. I think that a defender is probably the priority after what happened with Timber. So let's wait and see. But I'm hopeful that, you know, I'm hoping the next few days that we see some movement regarding the outgoings and, and we can finally kind of get some players off the books. That that certainly would be um, a preference of ours. Uh, Morgan says, Tom, could have says the excitement and glamour of a new toy, but is he a £40 million player? Well spent when we have Nelson, Eddie, and even Jesus as cover on the right-hand side. I'm not sure that Eddie's necessarily covered for the right-hand side, but certainly I agree with you with Nelson and, and Jesus. I th I've said before that I think that Jesus, when he comes back, can offer some rotation with, with Saka, and we can use Jesus on the right, and people are forgetting about that. Um, and I've said that for, for many, many months. But, um, yeah, it's interesting to see what happens. Uh, I think that Kudus would have been a really good addition to the squad, but uh, as some people have pointed out, is he going to be able to get enough minutes to satisfy himself i'm i'm not very sure i'm not sure at all um let's scroll up in the chat a little bit more um because i feel like i might have missed some questions as well uh rattle says wow it sure is nice to hit that like button i just did it and i loved it <laughs> rattles that's i mean that's exploitation of, of emotions it's emotional exploitation but if you do want to feel as good as rattle does right now just see if the like button makes you feel as, as good as well um, uh, Maximir says, hi, Tom, there's a rumor going about of a disagreement between Edu and Arteta regarding the sale of Gabriel Magalash. While Edu wanted to do it to balance the books, Arteta vetoed it. Uh, it's what led to these rumors of Al Etihad. Uh, Maximir, could you tell me what the source of that is? Well, you've seen those rumors. Don't say Twitter. If it's on Twitter, tell me what the, what the source is. I want to know who's been saying this. That sounds ludicrous. Um, yeah, since it's Tom Cape, come to T Cape Town, I'll show you around. Uh, South South Africa is somewhere that's certainly on my list of places that um, I'm intrigued about. Uh, I've got sometimes I've got a real fear of traveling. I don't know what it is, but I'm, I'm such a homeboy. I like staying in my uh, I like staying in my in my hometown and staying around London and and all of that. You know, traveling to America. When I went to America in Chicago earlier this year, that's the first time I've ever tra ever traveled anywhere by myself. So. That was uh, it was a great experience and I loved it. Um, but uh, yeah, 
Uh, New Zealand's also on the list as well, Louis. Yeah, New Zealand is certainly on the list. Uh, I don't, know, I don't know how many New Zealanders listen to the channel. It'd be great to do a live show out there. <laughs> um, Stephen says, "What's your lineup for the Fulham game?" I know that you won't answer, but I have to ask the question. Well, I don't actually know when I'm going to fit in the uh, the preview show. It's completely slipped my mind, if I'm honest, and I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to have time to do it this evening or not because at five o'clock tonight, I'm jumping on Highbury Squad with uh, with Sophie to have a chat about Kai Havertz. Um, and uh, at least I hope I am. Um, and um, yeah, I'm not sure because I'm going away very early tomorrow morning after the morning show. And I'm, I can't do a preview show on the anniversary weekend. I'm pushing the boat out doing the morning show. So um, yeah, I'm not sure if there's going to be a preview show this week uh, because of me being away uh, on my mini break. So yeah, it's uh, it's it's difficult. Penny Wins says, let someone else host it. I'm far too much of a control freak to do that. Far too much of a control freak. <laughs> never. I just never, ever, ever can see that happening. I, I get some really kind offers from people that reach out to me. They're like, um, you know, I watch the channel, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I'd love to do some work and stuff like that. But, you know, just delegating is, is I, I don't, the idea of being a manager ever or having employees, like, that scares the crap out of me. So I, I can never see myself being a manager. I love staying in my lane, doing what I'm doing. I love doing my job. I love being an Arsenal writer and going to the games and doing what I'm doing now. I, I, just the idea of being a manager would scare the crap out of me. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I just can't do it. I should have, boss, you're right. I should have just done it this morning. I should have done it. I should have done it now. Uh, that would have been an idea. Can we do it now? Can we, should we just do it now? I feel like we could do it now. If I can just like quickly do a, uh, if I can quickly somehow put together like a preview show um, whilst we're live, that would be pretty impressive if I was able to do that. I mean, let's see if we can do this. I can show you the process, if you like, of me trying to make um, a preview show. Uh, I'm frantically, whilst trying to vent here, talking through a thumbnail being made. Uh, <laughs> Arsenal versus Fulham. Is the uh, is the game uh, the preview show? I need to get a Fulham badge in here now. So I'm talking you through. I know you can't see this, but going into our thumbnails, we're going into my folders. Where's my all of my uh, <laughs> all of my badges? Preview show, uh, Premier League teams. I need to Fulham. Where's Fulham? 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 Here it is. Drag that over. Now we've got Fulham. So it's a thumbnail without any players on it. Um, but I can share the screen with you now. Uh, let's share the screen quickly. <laughs> This is going to be it. Here we are. Preview show. Um, I guess I should probably play the intro, which is loud. So prepare your ears, by the way. I still need to turn this down. Hello, welcome to the Arsenal versus Fulham match preview show <laughs> with no images of players, uh, I'm afraid, on the screen uh, for you, which is a shame. I suppose I could put a picture of who have I got saved. Uh, yeah, there's only one player really, isn't there? I could put, we can put a picture of Bukayo Saka uh, on the screen. Here we go. There it is. Bukayo Saka in all his glory. There we are. Um, uh, let's leave that there. There we are. Uh, Bukayo Saka. Is going to be front and centre uh, of the uh, of the screen while we do an impromptu preview show, um, and uh, I can try and get my lineup now. I mean, Saka's going to be my standout star because he's just there. Um, but uh, yeah, let's let's just change the screen and my lineup. Is that my lineup for the game? It can't be Tommy Asu because he's uh, he's suspended. But I think 
this will probably be my lineup for the game. Just quickly changing this, changing that. There we are. Uh, Partey goes there. White goes there. Okay. Uh, I think we're ready. I think we've got it. So that is my team for the game. Uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, Ramsdale, Partey, White, Saliba, Zinchenko, Rice, uh, Havertz, Odegaard, Saka, and Ketia Martinelli. Same team, um, Bart, Zinchenko coming in for Tommy Asi. You might be mad at me because I'm still using Partey right back, but I think it's working. You know, I think we need to trial that system. Uh, I think we need to trial um, uh, and continue on that front. I know that some people want to see Partey come into midfield, but I do really want to see um, Havertz play. Double inverting, says Dave. Like we say, double inversion. But if you remember, Timber played at left back, um, you know, against uh, against Nottingham Forest. And Partey was also right back. So we were technically double inverting in that first game of the Premier League season, were we not? Um, so, yeah, there is certainly scope, it seems, that we can do that. We can play two inverted players in those two positions. Um, but yeah, let's let's see. Uh, Boss says, just quickly, do you know when Jesus is back? Uh, we're in the phase of weeks, I think. Weeks is is it. But uh, let's see. By the way, I, I think people get very hung up, you know, on formations and specifically like what it looks like on paper. In reality, Partey is not a right back, you know, and he's not playing right back either, you know, when he plays. He's not playing in that position. So um, I just... I, I I think it's very much, it's, it's not like we're going to get hung up on the idea of using this team as is. You know, Partey moves into midfield, Havertz joins in the attack. We go to something like a back three. Uh, sometimes Partey goes between Saliba and White. Uh, it's, you know, it's very, very difficult to not see this formation as being um, anything other than a very fluid shape and uh, that. But uh, Bukai Saka scored a brilliant goal, the Emirates against Forest. I'm hoping that he comes alive in this game as well and that we see everything that we need to from the player also. Um, but yeah, fantastic stuff. Um, so yeah, there we go. There's your, your mini preview show for, uh, <laughs> for the game. I guess that means we've got to go to predictions in the chat box. It's going to be a 3-0 Arsenal win for me. I'm going to go with a, a Ben White screamer, believe it or not. Somewhere we're going to get that Ben White screamer. It's going to happen one day. Um, Odegaard's going to get one and Bakai Saka uh, is going to get one. With Eddie and Ketty getting two assists in this game. So uh, so there you go. That's uh, <laughs> the show done. Uh, Gunner Dude's going 3-0. Marcus going for a 3-1. Trossard off the bench. Eddie and Saka. Uh, Nick's going for a 4-0 win. Corrin's going for a 7-1. Dave says 2-0. 2-0 uh, to the Arsenal. Uh, Kill's going for a 4-0. Two times for Saka. One Odegaard and one with Martinelli. Uh, Munkerberry's going for a 2-1 Arsenal with a Havertz winner. I'd love that. Andrew says 5-0 to the Arsenal. Saba says 4-0. Um, let's get a statement. 3-0 win, says Viraj. Jimbo says 3-1. Um, Maximir says uh, 3-1, as does Louis. 7-7 with Smith Road to score all of the goals. Uh, Phil says 6-3. Rea scores a penalty. Oluwale says 3-0. Uh, Tam- Tom Sabal's going for a 5-0 win. Abby's going for a 2-0. Um, Matt G's going for a 3-0. Havertz, uh, plenty more of you guys throwing in these predictions as well as we wrap up. Jason says, do I have Tierney on the bench? I guess... You kind of have to, don't you? I think he has to come into the squad, surely. Tommy Ash is suspended. Um, Zinchenko going in. There is a space for, for Tini. You'd think that, that he's going to be on the bench for this one. So surely 
Tierney is in the game. Uh, Cody says, Tom, you don't think Gabriel starts? No, I think he'll probably start against Manchester United uh, next week. I think you'll see Rice and Partey in the midfield and, and White, Saliba, Gabriel and Zinni uh, as the back four, or maybe even Tommy Asu or Kivio come in for that game. We'll have to wait and see. But no, I think we'll see. I think we'll see Gabriel come in for, uh, for that game. So, yeah, I think that's probably what will happen. Uh, and Tim Ream's red, uh, card, I believe, is because it was... Um, I'm not sure you can appeal a second yellow. And I'm pretty sure Tim Ream was sent off for a second yellow. So, yeah, I'd like Tommy Asu. I don't think we can appeal it. Uh, so, Tim Ream will indeed be suspended uh, for Fulham uh, in for this game. So, yeah, no Ream um, for the visitors. Um, thank you, everybody, uh, for tuning in. Very much appreciate your time and for uh, sticking with me for the impromptu preview. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure. Do drop a like on the video uh, if you have enjoyed the show. Uh, I'll be back uh, a little bit later on this morning, of course, on the Arsenal Way. I'll be then be back at five um, for a show with Sophie on the Highbury squad. So not here, but over on the Highbury squad. And then I'll be back tomorrow morning before I head off to the Cotswolds for a weekend away and a very much needed and desperately craved break um but thank you everyone for listening and tuning in it is always appreciated i hope you have a fantastic thursday uh and then you've got the end of the week to look forward to have a fantastic day and as always up the arsenal it's the 90 plus minute all your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.